like Googling and stuff, like trying to figure out like, oh, who are women skaters? Like, you know, since we're similar ages, like every yeah. single thing I could Google was like you and Lizzie. And it was like, you guys were really? my age. Yeah, which was so cool. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, oh my God, this is yeah. going to be like full circle. Cause it was like my whole thesis of me, like Googling what is happening is like gonna come full circle <laughs> to talk to that's you. so funny yeah and, me and lizzie have been skating together a long time i know that's probably why all that stuff pops up <laughs> but i guess we can definitely start with the basics which is where and how did you start skateboarding <laughs> um so i started skateboarding when i was around seven and it was because my dad and his brother were just skating out front one day and I um I thought it looked cool so I asked for a skateboard for my next birthday and I got one that's at seven that's pretty awesome How for, I guess I was six and then I got one at like seven wow so what did you like skate with them from then on or what started to get you to progress I started skating with my dad a lot in the beginning um <laughs> we used to kind of like I, I guess at some point I got good enough to where I could play the game skate with him mm -hmm. and he probably always would just let me win but like at some point like I I feel like he like playing those games with my dad helped me progress and then um, we would go to this skate park in Montclair which was one of the first skate parks that I had been to and I think I just watch the boys there that I met who kind of became my friends. You know, they were kind of mean to me <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Uh, they pretty cool. Uh, yeah. They helped That's me learn a lot too. That's definitely like girls have cooties age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. Dude, I For get sure. so mad. I remember some days being <laughs> so mad at them because I don't know, like over something stupid, like they would just say something probably minuscule, but like they're picking on me. Yeah. So I'd be like That's... so frustrated. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> so funny. Um yeah. and when you like first started skating with your dad, was that more of like obviously I don't picture you as like a street skater now, but like was that more street skating before you started going to the park? Um, actually, no, my dad was he was a like a street and bull skater, but mm -hmm. I feel like as he like now that he's he, he was older at the time he like he was like I'm not gonna skate street he just was into bowls and mm -hmm. I think that's also one of the reasons why I kind of was into skating transition quite mm -hmm. young yeah definitely so what I guess aside from your dad like what really influenced your skating and like your progression from seven to whenever your next milestone was <laughs> um so, I think around, uh, like, around uh, 10 years old or so, mm -hmm. I had met people who worked at this company called Termite. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember Termite at all. It was, mm -hmm. like, for little kids. But okay. I, that was, like, one of the first companies that sponsored me and, and did stuff, like, with the mm -hmm. kids team. You know, they would have like little get togethers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I felt like seeing those other kids on the team, they're so good. It, yeah. it really like pushed me to 
uh, skate even harder, like really want to learn because I was like, man, like I never had seen kids do like right. crazy stuff before, you know? And, and right. before we didn't really have like YouTube where you just like Google it right away. Yeah. I mean, at some point I did have right. access to that, but yeah, no, just going around skating with the, the those termite kids, uh, even I guess like watching skate videos. Uh, I used to watch like Tony Hawk's Secret Skate Park Tour and uh, <laughs> these old Bones Brigade videos with my dad. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like even to your point, like it's so, when I ask these questions, you know, it's so like, there's so many different variations of like how people got into skating or like what made them mm -hmm. like, continue. But I think about like now, now skating and like you could just open up Instagram and see like a billion people and like what you're saying you don't mm -hmm. have that like you can even get tutorials now oh my so God. Like <laughs> and I, I also feel like kids these days they're kind of like desensitized to like mm -hmm. crazy skateboarding because like I don't know the way skating is now like <laughs> I, I like when I was little I wasn't seeing people like in street league doing crazy like 360 flip crooked grinds down right. huge gaps like I just saw people at the skate park and then old skate videos, which obviously the progression was way different at the time. Totally. And so like, maybe I feel like kids now, because they're exposed to such a like gnarly skateboarding scene, yeah. they just like pick up even quicker these days. It is really crazy. I also think it like, it makes you, f or like from the perspective of someone watching it, like it doesn't make it seem as hard either yeah because i don't know people are insane <laughs> not people that it's not hard. hard it's supposed yeah. to be hard it's supposed to be. it's like i can't even i went we had an event the other week and i literally was like pushing like i wasn't really doing much and then after pushing for like five minutes i was like i can't bend my knee like what is this <laughs> i'm 26 this shouldn't be that crazy I'm like an acupuncture yesterday. Like, please help me. Oh my I God. Need, I need my knee. I need my ankle. But it's yeah. like. You like physical therapy every week. It's just That's like, me. it is hard. And I, I agree with you. So obviously, I mean, we talked about this briefly, but like, obviously you're hanging out with like these guys and stuff. Were there any other women in the scene when you were kind of growing up and skating or not as much? There were a few, and I only mostly got to skate with them, like, when there was contest season going on, because mm -hmm. otherwise, I guess, we were kind of spread out, but when I was, like, 13, I started skating with my friend Lizzie a lot, mm -hmm. so I found out she lived in San Monica, and she just picked up skateboarding at the time. She was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. She was, like, 14, or 16, actually, something like that, mm -hmm. but... um. <laughs> Yeah, so my mom used to take Gus around, like, all the time to, like, Vans, Combi Pool, and mm -hmm. sometimes to San Diego, um, mm -hmm. and I would skate with her a lot. Were you competing at that point, or your mom was just taking you there? Uh, I was competing at that point. I guess I did my first contest when I was, like, I guess nine, but it was just, like, a local contest. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not, I mean, it's so crazy to, like, think, 
about, I mean, I, I'm also like, I know a lot of this stuff from just like, you know, Googling and stuff, but the way I like to do this whole podcast thing is <laughs> if people had no idea who you were and they listened to this for the first time, like it's cool to hear yeah. from your own words, but yeah. it's so interesting that like you had this drive at such a young age that you still like enjoy doing. Cause I know that's hard to maintain. <laughs> I honestly, it's, I feel like I'm, like, doing skateboarding now almost accidentally because at the time, like, I didn't really think I was going to have a career out of it. Like, I was just doing it for Mm -hmm. fun. It was, like, a hobby. And then, yeah, I guess as I got older, like, (laughs) there were just more opportunities for us in skateboarding. And so it kind of just, like, gradually went that path. Like, I tried to go to college. (laughs) <laughs> but like I no. stopped because I was too busy skating yeah would you consider going back to college or, or going to college or yeah I totally miss it like yeah. just kind of I liked being around people but not really like having to talk to anyone just like right seeing you know guess people watching I don't know if that's weird it's not weird. That's definitely the post-COVID college, for sure, because now you have mm-hmm. to just do this, but with seven other, or, like, 15 <laughs> other people. Yeah. <laughs> but, so when, I know this is such a lame question, but, like, contextually, when did you start to, like, quote-unquote, gain notoriety in skateboarding, or, like, have people, like, really, that mm-hmm. momentum start to pick up? Um, I guess... I don't know maybe when I was like 16 <laughs> or a little younger I did do my first x games at like 12 but I don't know if people really like knew me there were just a lot less girls in the skate scene so there weren't like that many to pick from or something I don't know but um yeah yeah maybe that like point- that age Sorry. at that point no 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 are you like competing you're obviously I'm assuming was there like an amateur and pro in the women's space or were you guys all just in the same, like for X Games? Mm-hmm. For X Games, there was just pro. There was like eight of us. Wow. Which, yeah, it was, and then it was uh, the same eight of us for, I, I skated in X Games Vert. It was when they had women's mm-hmm. Vert. Uh, they stopped doing it in like, when I was 15 or something like that so small window (laughs) yeah um I think I might be wrong but um yeah it was just pro girls no am wow no am for for x games at least and when did you start to like because obviously like uh, I think you can skate some pretty crazy heights in terms of vert like when did you start progressing or like what you know, what was your mentality behind that in terms of, like, the height of the obstacles you were skating? Uh, fuck. I remember being really scared, honestly, of vert skating um, yeah. when I was young. So before, the year before I did my first X Games, I was sponsored by Osiris Shoes. And mm. the guy who owned that company, he's an old pro skateboarder from back in the day. His name's Tony Magnuson. And he... Uh, yeah he was a really big vert skater and I used to go and skate with him and he really like pushed me to learn how to skate vert because he really wanted me to be in the 
X Games, I guess. Wow. So, I mean, I, I guess I wanted to be in it too. So he, he helped me, but fuck, I remember like I didn't even want to like drop in and then jump out to the other side of the vert ramp, like just cross. Like I, I was like, it's too scary. It's too big. But, um, yeah, I guess I kind of just got over it. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. I, it's also like funny, like, cause as I'm asking you these questions, like, I don't remember what I was doing when I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard to like remember specifically, but yeah. No, I mean, but that's so, it speaks so much to like your whole skating because you're like, yeah, I guess I was like nine and then I was just 12 at X Games. Dude, it, it feels like a blur. I don't even know what the fuck happened. You're like, and now here, here I, I am. am and I don't know. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. So obviously at some point in this journey, you uh, rode with Hoopla for a little bit, mm -hmm. which Speaking of how old we are, I was watching your part oh. from Hoopla, and I thought it was so funny that the song you chose was Fluorescent Adolescent. And oh I my just had god. To, <laughs> I had to ask you about <laughs> that song choice. Dude, I loved that song. <laughs> it was, when I heard, I, I, I guess I haven't seen that part in a while, and I was like, oh my god, this is, this is like so, mm. whenever it was filmed, but I felt in my brain that's a 2013 yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So at the time, I think when I was filming that, I was hanging out with Lizzie a lot, mm. and she she listened to uh, the Arctic Monkeys like all the fucking time, <laughs> and so like I don't know, I thought she was all cool, and I was like, I'm gonna listen to them too, and I really <laughs> really loved that song, Fluorescent Adolescence, and um, song. yeah, and yeah, I just asked Mimi like if I could use that to the skate edit, and she's like, yeah, the song's perfect, and she just threw yeah. it together. Or I, I think yeah. maybe this kid Tyler edited it, but yeah. That's awesome. How did you get onto Hoopla? Um, that's funny. I, I remember exactly when Mimi asked me to ride for Hoopla. It was, yeah. it was, it was either, okay, actually it was either my first or second X Games, mm. but at the time... I wasn't on Termite anymore. I was riding for H Street. Mm -hmm. And she came up to me during one of the practices and she was just like, hey, like, I'm starting this company called Hoopla. And I know, like, you have a board company right now, but if you want, like, I would love for you to ride for us. Mm -hmm. And then I remember calling up uh, the dude who owned the company that I was currently riding for. And I told him, mm -hmm. like, hey, Mimi wants me to ride for her. And then it was just decided that I was going to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. When awesome. were you on Hoopla or like age wise, I guess, or year wise? Um, I was 13. I feel like I keep going not in chronological order or something. I'm like, I was 13, I was 15, I was 11. But I don't think I was... I'm asking you good questions in chronological order. So <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a mutual thing. Okay, so then let me try to get the chronology straight. So basically, you, your first X Games was like when you were 12. You were kind mm -hmm. of on Hoopla right after your first or second X Games. Yes. I think you only mentioned being 15 because of... Something else, I don't something know. Something else, but I think we're, I think we're actually good. <laughs> okay. In the, in the timeline of your life. Maybe it was the... Uh, fluorescent adolescent part yeah I was a little older in that one yeah um 
Did you, how many parts did you do with them? Hoopla? Mm -hmm. I think I'm pretty sure just that one. Just we one. never ended up doing like a full length feature or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, but Mimi did do a lot with us, like as a team, like took us mm -hmm. on a bunch of trips and stuff all over the U.S. And yeah, it was a good time. That's awesome. It was really cool to have like a band of girls to hang out with. And yeah. they were all older than me, so I thought they were like all way cooler. <laughs> how did that? I felt cool. Yeah. How did that like change your progression in skating? Obviously, because at that point, then you can like see people who actually are, you know, girls chilling with you. Um, I feel like progression got more fun, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. When I'm after I met all of them, because yeah. like I used to just go skate with Lizzie and we would just go try tricks together and that's kind of a cool thing and you know at some point you get a little bit competitive you're like I'm gonna do it first like yeah and you don't say it but you're like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it just to like show off for my friend and then they're probably gonna do it after me right but, um, so yeah that yeah I think it was fun learning with everybody and yeah. obviously like seeing new uh styles like mm -hmm. Nora I met her a little bit yeah. later on, probably like, yeah, 14 or 15, but she was in Boston, and I never mm. really saw her skate. I saw some YouTube videos, I remember, right. we were like friends on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I love that. Yeah, then she moved out here, and fuck, like seeing Nora skate, it was like, holy shit, this girl can skate like street and vert, and yeah. it wasn't as common back then, I think, for people to be so well-rounded, at least right. like in the girl scene. Yeah, I definitely agree with you based on like when I was doing the like thesis part of Quell, like trying to Google it like and really, un cause like I, at one point I was like skating, I grew up skating and then I stopped cause like boys were, hated me. And then I was like, I don't, this feels weird. I don't know how to continue skating without like that access. Cause you know, that's kind of at some point a limitation for some people. Um, and then, when I like got back into it and started researching it and really like understanding, you know, the difference between vert and street and transition and all of that, like it really, to me in the girl's space was like, you either do one thing or you do the other thing. And it's like yeah. hard to see that. Um, when I was younger too, I, I kind of dabbled in street at the beginning. And then when I started doing a, like bowls, bowl mm -hmm. contest, vert contest and stuff, I, I remember telling myself for some reason, like, I'm just gonna skate bowl and vert now, like, I'm not even gonna, like, fuck around over mm -hmm. there, like, in the street course, because, like, why would I do that, like, right. you know, that's not even what I compete in and stuff, but then, you know, like, looking back on it, I totally wish I didn't do that, because right. <laughs> some stuff does translate over, you know? Yeah, very true, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, are, is that something that you're focusing on now or not really as much either? Um, I think now I do have, I kind of have more fun with it. Like I definitely go skate, like skate in the street course mm -hmm. and I try, I suck. I really right. suck at it. Or it feels like I'm, I'm like just learning. Right. But um, yeah, I totally don't try to like limit myself and I don't think that way anymore. Right. I, I think most people fortunately have grown out of that part of the competition space also. Mm -hmm. I mean, not necessarily, sorry, not the competition space. You do have to 
pick a side, mm-hmm. but like um, when just skating in general. Yeah. I also feel like for uh, transition skateboarding, they stopped doing like big vert contests and big bowl contests. Mm-hmm. And you notice now like it's park. Right. So it kind of made it different. Like you could, you want to learn street stuff and you want to learn right. like bowl stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's just one big skate park, I guess. <laughs> and sometimes they have like rails in it and right. at first when that would happen I was like what the fuck like why is there a rail in here this is right. for full skaters but yeah um are you interested in competing like now uh <laughs> I do want to but like I don't have the same confidence anymore if I'm being right. super honest like I recently had the option to go to do tour where everyone's at right now in Iowa. And I was like, yes. And then when I, like a couple weeks passed and then I was like, you know what? I called them up and was like, I'm not, I don't want to do it. Right. Right. And I was just, I think I just started getting anxious and like, it's been since like 2019 that I've done a contest in real life. Right. Right. And I don't know, it was do tour. That's like a big one. Right. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I definitely, well, we can go back to the chronological part and then we can get yeah. back into your, your current life. Um, how many X Games, actually speaking of competitions, did you end up competing in? Uh, let's see. They stopped doing women's X Games for a couple of years. I'm like six or seven. That's awesome. That's really crazy. Did you like, that's just so cool to me. <laughs> that's like a guess. I like, I think yeah. it's around seven or yeah. so. I'd have yeah. to look. That's okay. Um, so then obviously at one point, and I, I've heard the story, I know you talked about it pretty clearly on the nine clubs, not to sound like a weirdo, <laughs> but, okay. but the, the switch between hoopla and creature. So if you want to talk about it, we can, but I wanted to ask you about how you are now on creature and how that came about kind of. Yeah, I, so at some point I, Mimi turned three of us pro on hoopla, Mm -hmm. me, Samaria, Alana. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I felt like, at the time, I felt like maybe that wasn't right for me. Mm-hmm. And then so I called up Mimi, or I think I was too scared to call her, actually. <laughs> I might have written an email. God, it's so bad. She's like my homie, too. I don't know why the fuck I did that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I ended up leaving, and then I called Darren Navarrete. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I actually called him and I was actually really scared. I was like literally shaking on the right. phone and had to put it on speaker. Um, but yeah, he, I called him and told him about my situation and he said he would just talk to the dudes at Creature mm-hmm. and while he was doing that or whatever, I just ordered a board from my shop. Right. Uh, yeah. A creature board. And then, yeah. And then I started getting Creature boards at some point maybe like a month or two later. Was it like when you made that decision, were you thinking like, oh, I just want to go to a board company or were you like, I want to go to Creature specifically? I was definitely like 
I want to go to Creature specifically because I had thought about well if I you know if I yeah. leave well, like what are my other options like I could just not have a board sponsor for a while right but at the time I was like well if I could have any board sponsor which one would I want and it was Creature I guess mm -hmm. I thought they were like I thought they were super cool yeah I the team and I like Darren he's my friend and we skated together a lot mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I picked. I always thought that was so interesting because, like, when you think of Creature in the, like, from the women's perspective, like, obviously they're, like, it's such a gnarly brand and their graphics have always been, like, so gnarly. I hate using the word gnarly and I can't believe I just did it twice in one no, sentence. It's okay. I already I said it too. I know I said it. <laughs> but I don't even know how else you describe them, like... <laughs> I'm like about to Google them on the side. I don't. I mean, I. It's just like so hardcore, for lack of a better word, because I'm not gonna say gnarly for the fourth. I time. know what you mean, and I think when I decided to ride for them, mm -hmm. I was obviously still like trying to find out who I was. My own, maybe yeah. I still am, but I. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I like being fucking passion punk, and like, yeah, right. like I could fit that. Right. <laughs> but. You know, I I know that the art too can be kind of graphic, mm -hmm. but I guess I I liked it. I like it, like yeah. kind of horror or like erotic stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I've always wanted to know that, so I'm glad this is really once again fulfilling my circle because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I obviously like haven't met you up until now, so I was always like, I wonder if it's why that was so intentional because I, I love Creature and I think like their graphics are cool. I remember like I, I get so many compliments on this like one crew neck I have from them from like random people because it has like gothic lettering and a skull and it's like you know that kind of thing but I'm like no I love yeah. that. I was such a I have like it's them and like Obey for me. I have such a weird soft Obey. spot. <laughs> That's awesome. Obey has like cool women's clothes right now. No free, really? no free plugs, but no, I'm just kidding. They're actually very <laughs> nice. But, I'll have to check it out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It would. Yeah, true. Speaking of, I was going to say that's next on my list. How did you get involved with Dickies? Because I always like, I mean, that seems like the dream plug. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, I guess so joe the team manager mm -hmm. for uh dicky skate um he i think he was just probably looking for a girl to put on the team mm -hmm. and he ended up hitting up my manager and uh then i when when was this i'm on my like fourth or fifth year with dicky so i think this mm -hmm. was maybe like 2016 or something mm -hmm. Um, I ended up meeting Joe in Sweden, and I was, I had started getting clothes from them already, mm -hmm. but I never met anyone from the team, or I, I didn't meet the team manager, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, then this dude came up to me at, a, in Europe, he's got like a mustache or whatever, mm -hmm. <laughs> he looks like a dad, right. and he's just like, hey, like, I'm Joe, I guess I'm your new team manager, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit yeah right cool um so yeah no joe's super awesome though and yeah now i've been with them for like five years or so and they're uh they're really good to me yeah 
That's awesome. I, I mean, I think that they, they do really cool stuff with you and like with other skaters in a way to me that like other clothing brands are not as authentic. I mean, like obviously Dickies is like in the skate world, you know, mm-hmm. it's like every meme is like, here's a pair of Dickies. Oh, yeah. In reality, it's not like they don't play up to that in a good mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. I always think it's kind of funny when people are like, super against dickies i i see it kind of rare like some memes or something mm-hmm. uh but i'm like dude they're pants though like how can you hate them that much and i think i don't know what the <laughs> stigma is behind it but yeah i think they're great they work for me that is very funny um okay i'm gonna jump back i i'm sorry i'm clearly the best interviewer ever <laughs> um so <laughs> obviously you were with creature um and I actually feel like I wasn't really familiar if you did any, like, were, did you do any parts with them or ha- other than, like, I guess, are you technically am for them currently? I think so. Uh, I think I'm just <laughs> am for them, yeah. I, uh, mm-hmm. I've i never done a part with them officially, and which is just way long overdue, and that's my fault. Um, <laughs> for a long time, I feel like I was just caught up in doing contests and stuff, never wanted to film never had time to film it seemed like and um when I first was on creature I was in college too I remember going on a trip with them to Japan and I had to fucking like write papers at the skate spot a couple times and that was awful but um yeah yeah I'm I'm technically am for them but right now I really do want to work on getting a part out for them it's just hard because also, like, Dickies wants to film, and, like, there's been a bunch of little video stuff mm-hmm. in between. It kind of makes it Right. So I guess that kind of segues into my next question, which is kind of, like, what is next for you? Because I am eager to see all those parts, so I'm assuming that's what's next. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's lined up? Um <laughs> Dickies is going to come out with a full-length feature film, I think, uh, 2022 at some point. Um, I don't know when exactly, but Mm -hmm. that's going to be a while, but that's something that's coming up. Um, Man, if contests start picking up in the summer, hopefully, like, the Vans Park series will will start going again, Mm -hmm. because those are always super fun. And the, yeah. yeah, usually during the summer, I'm, like, just doing all the contests and stuff. Um, right. I I feel like that stuff is going to fortunately open up again mm-hmm. soon. At least in New York, I know after July 1st, we kind of get the, like, green light to do whatever we want oh, for the really? rest of our lives. So, allegedly. Dang. <laughs> but we'll see. I, I don't really, I haven't been paying attention, really, to how to yeah. prepare. You got to get the Dickies trip to New York because then you can do whatever you want after July. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just went to New York for the first time. Or not just went, but Dick- Dickies took me to New York for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. In 2019. Yeah, just before oh, the cool. pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. But um, what in, in terms of like what parts or like what are you working on in terms of skating is what I'm trying to ask you. Um, I do feel like, um, now that I'm just filming and stuff and, uh, mm-hmm. taking a step back from contests and everything, I do feel like I have time now to just, like, 
progress again, like start learning new tricks mm -hmm. and like really focusing on trying to get better and mm -hmm. uh, just incorporate that with the parts that I'm trying to film for. Because um, mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of got stuck doing the same stuff for a long time. And when you're in contest mode, it's kind of hard. Like you don't want to push yourself too hard off season. You don't want to like get hurt for when contests come and all that. So yeah. Yeah. And also like, I feel like, I, I guess it kind of pertains to like skating. So I kind of want to just start like being healthier a little bit. I feel like during the yeah. fucking pandemic, I was just like, I skated a lot, but then I was also lazy a lot. And like, mm -hmm. you know, like I did drink with like my roommates and stuff like a bit. Yeah. And like, now <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, this took, that go. was too long. Like I took too long, like tr getting to the point where I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to like reset. But yeah, just focus on. If you're in California. You can get the green juice. Oh, God, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just, I'm just just kidding. focus on being healthier, trying to probably not cross train, but just get my body stronger again. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I can do bigger airs or some shit. I don't know. Right. I have a Peloton because I'm one of those people. It and I, it's like this, um, the bikes that the in-home oh, like yeah, yeah. bike thing. Um, but I feel like when I use it and I'm like, I consistently do it, like my thighs are so much better for skating and I'm just like, wow, that's, uh, that's how that yeah, works. Yeah, it makes a difference. Um, fuck. It really does. I used to be so good at doing the whole like working out thing, you know, not, I fucking, right. I'll see videos of like, <laughs> like Leticia Buffoni and like all the Brazilians yes. getting their fucking like fitness game on and they're all ripped yeah. and then when I see them skate, they're like charging and i'm just like fuck i need that and like some acai right you got to go down there for a while <laughs> yeah so right like, have, some... have leticia just whoop your ass for a couple months Dude, and then that's the could you imagine camp. if leticia funny was like your fucking boot camp officer like yelling at you to do stuff <laughs> shit i might i'd be like yeah okay like, okay <laughs> you're so out of shape what the fuck is this oh god she's fully dominating you, you. Air, <laughs> just air into her pool yeah exactly. with her after every day i think that's worth it dude i ended up one night somehow at a party at leticia buffoni's house one time and it was insane <laughs> i didn't get too crazy but just the scene was insane yeah it was going off it was like God, that sounds incredible. I was just thinking as you were saying that um, about how like Nigel was like arrested in LA for throwing like COVID parties. Wait, he was arrested? No, I'm what pretty sure he was arrested. Damn, I didn't know that. Right? I I'm did do hear quick, that uh, he was going off during the quarantine though. And I maybe yeah, I thought he got arrested for that. I did see some yeah. videos too where yeah, he just didn't give a shit, I guess. I wonder if he got COVID at some point. Honestly, I feel like people not to, I mean, I don't really give a shit about him. So people yeah. like that, like, are the type of people who get 
COVID and then they're like, well, I got it. So it's time to rage. Yeah, like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> they're like, I can't get it. You can get it again. Yeah, you can totally get but it But anyway, again. that's not the point. <laughs> I do want to hear more about this Leticia Buffoni house party, as in I want to be... <laughs> I think she's the next one I need to get on the pod oh, to talk yeah. about partying and also physical fitness. Dude, I need some tips from her for sure. She should do some, like, TikTok tutorials. <laughs> Honestly, she probably might. I just, I do not go on TikTok. <laughs> oh my god. Fortunately. But anyway, I will wrap this up with my last question, which we ask everyone, which is what advice would you give to someone who wants to start skateboarding? Ooh, um, I guess I would say just take your time with it. You know, obviously have fun with it. Um, mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to try stuff. Uh, but fuck that that was so bad <laughs> it's okay I think that like, the take your time part is stuff. yeah no good. seriously take your time with it because I feel like you know with uh technology these days you see all this crazy stuff and maybe I I think mm -hmm. that people or kids right away think like I should be able to just like do that or like you know right jump off crazy things but you know everyone learns at a different pace and I think, yeah, if you take your time, you'll just, you fall in love with it better, I suppose. I, yeah, that <laughs> was better. That was better. More. That was way better. That was way <laughs> better. Okay, so where can people find you on Instagram if you want them to? Uh, you can find me at alicia.lee, <laughs> uh, A-L-L-Y-S-H-A, period L. -E. Amazing. Thank you for coming on the pod. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Quell Party. If you like the podcast, please rate us five stars and leave a review. We'll be back every other week with a new episode. You can find all things Quell on quellskate.com or on Instagram at quellskate. Thanks for joining the party.